You are listening to the Not Your Average Autism Mom podcast, the number one podcast for moms just like you, raising an autistic child. How are moms like us who didn't plan for this unique parenting journey embracing life just as it is right now, instead of staying stuck in wishing, hoping, and dreaming it was different? That is the question, and this podcast, along with our Let's Talk Autism newsletter and our private sisterhood, will give you the answers. My name is Shannon Urquiola, and I have been traveling this journey for over two decades. I have been where you are. All right, stay with me, and let's get on to this week's episode. Episode 41, The Importance of Your Emotional Well-Being When You're Raising a Child with Autism. Well, hey there, my friends. Welcome back to our Thursday fun podcast day. So today I want to talk about your emotional well-being and the ups and downs that we go through while we are raising our children with autism. Because taking care of you is just as important as taking care of your child along this unique parenting journey that we are all on. Now, you know, as a parent of a child with autism, we have many challenges along the way that can affect not only our mental well-being, but often our physical and social well-being are impacted too. Parents who don't learn healthy coping strategies are at increased risk of higher anxiety and even depression. Now, our stress usually for the majority of us begins the moment we realize that something might be wrong. We begin to wonder why they aren't doing certain things or they are doing certain things. And then the quest to figure it out begins. And so ensues the stress of it all. And it only continues to grow from that very point. Look, I get it. Trust me. I know that when you are constantly focused on your child's needs, it makes it easy to forget about your own. But doing so is critical to your family dynamic along this road. There have actually been many studies that report that parents of children with autism experience more stress than parents of both typical developing children and parents of children with Down syndrome. Too much stress is bad for your health. As one research article I read said, excessive stress can wear down our bodies, our cardiovascular, immune, and GI systems, not to mention the mental health side of things. Even though the autism rate in children has increased significantly over the last 20 years, the greater part of the general public still don't understand what it is like living with and raising a child with autism. Now, mind you, all of you listening to this certainly don't have the same exact challenges, but if if your child struggles with behavioral challenges, you have all at one time or another felt like you are being judged for your parenting, right? Whether that is from someone in your family or someone in the grocery store parking lot when your child is having a full-on meltdown. 
You know, I read a post this week about a mom who had finally gotten the courage up to go out to the mall with her child and a friend who she felt like she had not been being a good enough friend to. Long story short, she ended up crying in the parking lot, just trying to escape not only her friend, but everyone else in the mall who was just staring along the way as her son was having a full meltdown and that she was unable to control him. Those situations are what lead us to be isolated because we live in fear of those moments if we venture out. We get judged for something that they don't understand. And then what happens is we doubt our own parenting, right? So what do we do? We isolate ourselves. We avoid spending time with our family and friends because it just seems easier that way. But here's the truth. It might be easier, but it's not healthier for you. It is so important that you make changes, even small changes, to reduce your stress level. And I promise you, when you reduce your own stress, it will ultimately have a positive impact on you, your child, and your entire family. You know, many times, especially when our children struggle to sleep, we suffer from increased fatigue due to our own lack of sleep. I encourage all of our members to make time every day, even if it's only 10 minutes, that they take time to journal. Getting your thoughts out on paper gives you the opportunity to see your thinking, and it makes a difference. Write down things that you did well. Celebrate you instead of focusing on all of the things that you feel you could have or should have done better or different. You know, we are often our biggest critics when it comes to parenting, and often we have a story around what other people in our lives are thinking, even though that often is exactly that. It's just a made-up story that we have told ourselves over and over again until we just think that it's true. Another helpful tool that many moms use is making time for meditation or relaxation. Again, this isn't something that you have to commit a big chunk of time to. It might just be 10 or 15 minutes a day that it might help you. For me, I decided a few years ago that I would become a 5 a.m. person because I wanted to make time for what is now referred to in our household as me time. Now, look, I wasn't always a morning person. Trust me, I don't think my 30-year-old self would have believed the benefits of having that time. But I can tell you now how much I wished that I would have made this change in my life when Jordan was younger. But back then, I didn't have anyone to tell me how beneficial it would ultimately be. So today, I get up every day at 5 a.m. I have two hours all to myself. I journal, I plan my day, I walk two miles on the treadmill, and then I shower, and I do all of that before anyone in the house gets up. And I will tell you, it makes me a better person and a better mom. By the time Jordan gets up and out of his room, I have had the time I need to be able to handle whatever him or the day throws at me. I have also done a lot of work on learning to manage my mind and learning that I can handle any emotion without it having control 
over the way I act or react. So that too has a lot to do with how I show up in any circumstance. Now, maybe you're thinking two hours, wow, I'd rather sleep. Well, that is certainly your choice. Maybe you only need 15 minutes and it would benefit you. Maybe start with 15 minutes and then decide if that's enough time. Maybe you are totally not a morning person and you find that time in the evening would be best for you. There isn't one right answer. I'm just saying it's up to you to purposely find that time. I hear moms say all the time, I have no time to myself. You have to purposely find that time. For so many of us, especially if you're a single mom, like I was for many years, we find work becoming the only place we get a break from caring for our child. It is so important that you find time for yourself outside of work. Whatever that looks like, make it a priority to ask for help from someone. Often we don't trust others enough and we don't think that there is any way they could handle staying with our children. So we don't ask for support. Here's the thing. We often think that no one will help, but contrary to what we believe, our family and friends likely just think that we're doing an amazing job and they don't know how to ask what kind of help we need. Even if it's something as simple as having them come over and sit at your house while you go for a 30-minute walk, I want to encourage you to start small. You may think that 30 minutes won't make a difference, but trust me, it will. You can't ever anticipate having a night out if you don't start with 30 minutes. Start somewhere. And the other part of that is it can be so beneficial for our children, especially as they're growing older and we're working on social skills, for them to have interaction with others besides just us. You know, I have found when working with some of our moms inside of our membership that we often overlook someone who might be of support. You know, maybe you have a niece or a nephew who you trust, who you could just have meet you at the park to keep an eye on your little one while you escape under a tree on a park bench to read a book. I just encourage you to take a step back and really think about who you interact with in different times during the month that may be a source of support who you have never even considered. I also want to recommend that you start paying attention to the thoughts that you are having that are causing your stress. Every thought we have gives us a feeling or an emotion. And if you've been around a while, you know, I always say, and it's important, just because you have a thought doesn't mean that it's true. Some of us allow the fear of the future to paralyze us. Why? Because our thoughts about what happens in the future or when we are gone run unmanaged around and around in our mind. No wonder we're stressed, right? Another thing that can be extremely helpful for you is to get organized. So many times we wake up and there are so many things that we have to do every day. And before we even start our day, we feel overwhelmed because we're thinking of all the things that you need to get done. I know I've been there. Well, here's some good news. <laughs> the way that your brain is designed 
it is very difficult for it to make a plan and execute it at the same time. It's much easier for the brain to make a plan and then execute the plan. So think about it. Every writing teacher you've ever had taught you to start with an outline. When your brain is trying to make and execute a plan at the same time, what happens is it causes unnecessary feelings of anxiety about doing either of them because your thoughts are that it's too much and you'll never get it done. See how that works? So if you know that, then you know to ease your overwhelm and reduce your stress, you need to make a list first. Make a plan without thinking about executing it at the same time. You will see that when you actually make the plan or the list, your brain will calm down and you will see that you can just tackle one thing at a time. And it probably isn't as undoable as you were thinking it was. Another big factor in our stress is our children's lack of ability to communicate. From the time they are very young and we're trying to meet their needs, to them going to preschool or daycare and not being able to effectively communicate, if at all, what is happening during their day. They have meltdowns and because of their lack of ability to communicate their wants and needs, we are left feeling helpless and let's face it, less than, right? Like we can't help them. Why can't we figure out how to make them happy? Those thoughts lead to more thoughts of us not being the right parent for them. And once again, doubting our parenting abilities because of our thoughts. I promise you that your mental and physical health will impact your child. Being in a stable place, both mentally and physically, makes the additional challenges that come along with our parenting journey much easier to deal with. Inside of our private membership, I coach members on how their thinking is impacting the stress they are feeling in their everyday lives and teach them how just changing their thoughts can change how they feel. So many of them are putting these practices to work. And it's making an amazing difference in their lives. If you would like more information on our private membership, you can get all the details on our website at www.notyouraverageautismom.com. All right, my friends, until next week, I hope this episode was helpful and I hope that you will make it a priority to make some time for you this week. However small, start somewhere. And when you start paying attention to your thoughts, and realizing that they are all optional, you will begin to understand that we get to decide how we want to feel by the thoughts we decide to think on purpose. All right, my friends, have an awesome week. And remember, you are doing amazing at this mom thing. Hey, so if you are loving what you are learning on the podcast, you really should check out our private membership. Our Not Your Average Autism Mom community is where we dive deeper into all of the topics we discuss on the podcast and where you can get individual help and learn coaching tools that will make your life better every day when you learn to manage your mind. You will have access to all of our training and resources that you will need along your autism parenting journey. And you will develop relationships with other moms just like you 
all raising a child with autism. It is my absolute favorite place to be. So head on over to the website at www.notyouraverageautismom.com to get all the details. And please, if we're not open right now for new members, we only open a couple times a year. Be sure to join the wait list so that you'll be the first to know when we're going to open. I hope you do. I would love to work with you inside.